Live from the desert cities of Southern California, your car is not a refrigerator. Getting all revved up. Now, here's Todd Bianco. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the zombie apocalypse, and here we are. I'm here with John <laughs> Mullen. Hi, John. Hi, how are you? Please uh, do I'm not hit me in the head I'm with fine. anything. No, 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 no. As far as I know, I'm fine. You know, everyone's fine, but you know. Hell, who knows? It was a very busy week of news for our, everybody, is, and the car industry was no different. You know, they were, you know, first they started closing the factories in Europe, and then they, uh, you know, the big three decided that they were going to close the factories in the United States. Uh, and then Tesla was the only one that was the holdout um, because they said they could operate on a very small staff to keep the factory going. Uh, but the, uh, the sheriffs paid them a visit and said you're going to have to shut down uh you know the only thing that they can keep it you know going is the service function so anybody that calls in or whatever needs service they they can still do that but they're shutting down next week too this is a big deal for tesla because this is their time uh they're just ramping up production of the model y and the model y will be their best-selling car uh, and to stop stop producing their best-selling car as soon as it comes to the market is kind of a really bad thing for them. So it's bad for everybody in the economy, but but Lord knows it's uh, it's one of those things that uh, I guess can't be helped. So uh, there's just a lot of people that are out of work now. Uh, the uh, the there's several factories in Michigan who offered uh, the administ- Trump administration to uh, that they could retool to build uh, respirators. They haven't heard back from them. Why? Well, I don't know. They 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 put in calls. Do we have an urgent need for some of these tools to be made? Well, apparently they we're just going to have to have competition. This is the Hunger Games now. Oh. You know, we're moving to that stage. Okay. You know, where I guess it, it, you know we'll have these factories compete to build them. They they really need contracts because they can't do anything. They can't they can't retool unless they are given the go ahead. Right. You know, they and, can't, and have some guarantee that if right. they spend money at a time when right. nobody's spending money, that right. it's not going to be money unwell spent. Right. And, and that they'll have at least a guarantee. Guaranteed price to sell them at, so that right. they, you know they they don't they're not looking to make a you know war profits or something like that, but they're just looking to be able to pay their employees and keep the lights on. So the big question is: is are the auto dealers open and doing business in this time? Some of them are. Okay. A uh, car repair is considered a critical. Of course, infrastructure. I would think that that would be. Yeah. So a yeah, lot. And those tire shops, as I was driving in, as well open. as auto garages, yeah. were open coming in from Cathedral City. Today. Yeah, they're all open because if your car breaks down, you need to have it repaired. Right. Or, or you need new tires. These things are things that you know really you can't put off too long. Yeah, Uber Eats is probably not going to get you the right set of radials. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's. Um, so I, several states have actually ordered the showrooms closed, but they're trying to work around it by letting people go on the Internet and say what it is. And they're doing um, uh, deliveries direct, directly to the customer. Okay. So they'll take the car to them. Uh, Tesla's uh, just gone to a touchless delivery system where it's all oh, on it. No, it's all on an iPad. You sign everything on an iPad that's just left in your car and then you just leave it for them. Okay. You know, so so the iPad will sit in your car and it will have various pages that you have to go through, you know, sign and next, sign and next. And once you're done signing, you submit, then it knows you submitted, then you can take the car. Oh. 
Okay. <laughs> so, How so, interesting. And, and so you, but you leave the iPad, you know, you leave it there at, at, the, at the delivery center and, and, you, and you just go on. Well, here's the thing, Todd, that I've been thinking about. Uh, when you talk about that kind of stuff, it's going to change when we get to the other side of this crisis. It's going to change how every kind of business and, it, it will. and situation, whether it's going to school or whatever, is affecting everybody because we're going to have had to go through these steps that otherwise we might not have gone through. I think that we're going to see a lot more distance learning. I think we're going to see a lot more stuff where people are not going to go into an office, but where they're going to work from home. And uh, maybe it took this to do that. I, I think I think it probably did. This is uh, one of those big moments. Uh, 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 the last time I remember something like this was nine eleven, where you know people were just sort of shell shocked and you know walking around didn't know what to do, and you know uh, lots of things were closed, and the airline industry was going bankrupt, and all the f- certainly <laughs> uh, looking at the shocking scenes in major metropolitan areas with streets that normally are are bustling with people all day long, like in sure. Times Square in New York. Or, There's nobody there, you know, yeah. In, you know, in uh, Union Square in San Francisco and, and places like that, that you just look and it's like somebody could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot a shotgun and not hit anybody. <laughs> and Yeah, they wouldn't hit anybody. Yeah. Although I understand in New York, there actually, there's a lot of people in Central Park now. It's the, it's the New Yorkers. I mean, there's people who live there and they're they're all trying to get out to... You know, just to get out of a recreate, right? Keep yeah, just their to, distance, right? Their safe you know, distance ride your others. bike or do whatever. But there's a lot, of, so there's a ton of people in Central Park that, that that they're not in Times Square because that's the tourist. You know, that's where the tourists are. So, well, as a sign, in interesting Park. times. I saw today on Facebook that my friend Scott Cardi, who is a morning show host in Seattle and does uh, film reviews nationwide, that he uh, was out for his morning run and that somebody. Uh, there and of course Seattle is one of the ground zero locations in right. this whole thing uh, here in the U.S. Uh, when he was running along the path that he normally takes, somebody else was, another woman was as well, and she stepped into a about 12, 15 feet into a driveway while he went by, you oh, know, dear, and, yeah. and they both kind of thanked each other because, you know, everybody's trying to keep their distance. Yeah, it, it certainly is. is it, it is that way. I was at the farmer's market this morning. They actually reopened it here. Uh, and uh, everybody had to, they only could let 50 in at a time. And so there was this long, long, long line because everybody over at the Palm Springs Cultural Center. Yeah, over there, you know, the Camelot Theater and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's um. So there was a very long line because everybody's trying to stand six feet away from each other. Right. And I guess I was a little too close to the guy in front of me because he says, "Could you step back?" I said, "Oh, you're fine, <laughs> fine, okay." So you know, fine. But well, one way to stay safe is to stay in your buggy, in your automobile. Yes, that's true. You, if you, it's sort of your little cocoon, but you do have to, you know, t- wipe that down too. Yes. I mean, there are videos now. Really? Oh yes, I, I have I have the long I have long laundry list of steps. You know every automaker. And plus, did you, there's a lot of uh, well, there's a lot of things to talk about. The automakers are now uh, they're captive finance companies. They're you know saying you know they'll they'll defer payments. They'll you know they'll, they'll do all sorts of. Everybody's going to have to defer right. payments. Right. Credit but card companies, mortgage companies. They're all going to work with. And so they, they've got a long laundry list of things. And you know if you buy a car now, you don't have a payment for six months. Those kinds of things. And uh, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll go through with each manufacturer, but there's, it, it's it's all happening out there, and it's all changing the way you know car is delivered. And but you know car sales are down everywhere. So are, so is everything else. Sure. Except for the grocery store, I guess you know you go right. there or Costco. Costco's having a good you know good good time. Yeah. 
I mean, not, not, you know, they weren't, you know, nothing them. It's just that everybody flocked there. Yes. So them and Walmart and those super center yeah, stores all, all of and those, all that. All of those big ones. Yeah. People are thinking now oh, that's where I can get my uh, lifetime supply of toilet paper. Well, you know, the, the, you know, they, they carry that stuff too at, um, uh, Home Depot and Lowe's, right? And that, and people, when people figured out the supermarkets got stripped, they ran over there. Well, when I drove by, I drove by both of those on my way in today, and both of them are doing a brisk business today. Oh yeah, I I I think so. They're closing early too, is what I understand. That would make sense. Yeah, they're closing. They're closing early. So, and I and did you hear the comp uh, that uh, Target is giving their uh, employees raises now? No, it's like combat pay. I imagine. Yeah, like yeah. they're they're upping it by two dollars an hour, which I guess for for them is a lot, but you know, it should be more. Well, again, they're they're also the beneficiaries of having a sudden surge in shopping. I mean, it's yeah. like it's like Christmas in March. Yeah, exactly. I mean, everything and and and, it's, and not because they wanted it to be. But no, no, none of them because people this. are crazy. Yeah, but none of them. You know, all these things, all these. You know. Like any business, you know, you have inventory and you've signed contracts for delivery of things, you know, and you probably had contracts with your all of your vendors for, you know, toilet paper and Tide and everything. You know, you had, contra- you know, you had contracts for delivery of certain amounts in every month. And do, when you signed a big contract, you got a discount, but they were only expecting X amount for the month. And now they have to, you know, go back and say, can we get more from their, their vendors? Well, I imagine so. a lot of people who have had regular jobs are now trying to get into some of the few gig economy jobs that are thriving right now, like uh, delivery of food and other products right, right. and all that. But um, those people also are getting into driving for Lyft and Uber and such. And so um, uh, with that being the case, I would imagine that uh, people do have to take a lot of extra steps if they've got other people, strangers, getting in their cars to keep them clean. Yeah, I actually saw one where uh, it was an Uber driver who had covered himself in a plastic tent. What? Yeah. He made Are you a pla- kidding me? he made a plastic tent in the front seat of the car. Yeah. You know, like where he sits. Yes. And 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 so I guess you could still see, you know, it's clear plastic. You okay. know, but but so you could still see the the person getting in and out of your car. Right. And presumably out the back windshield or whatever. Right, you know. right. But yeah. So he, yeah, he put a tent over himself. He just built a tent. So Oh he, Lord. Yeah, I mean so I'm this just the, wear a shower curtain. This is where people are yeah, this is where people are going, I guess. You know yeah. you can't find a mask or something, you know, you if you can't find that, uh you know, and, and gloves or whatever else you need. But it's uh it's it's a it's a weird time out there, and uh, the there at least Uber and Lyft are still you know giving rides because people still need them. But that's got to be down too. It's not the same sort of. It's not going to be because everybody's running out to the bars on Friday or Saturday night right, and don't want to drink to drive home and right. things like that. And they're it's not going be, to the airport. And, yeah, yeah. They, they're maybe trying to get to a grocery store or to a doctor's appointment or something like yeah. that, and don't want to take their cars and you know be hung up with you know. Huge yeah. traffic, or where to park it, or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's it's always difficult to park, right. uh, you know, the, especially today when you know they're fighting to get in a, a, you know, the Ralph's parking lot or something. Right, and especially if you're supposed to keep social distances, and cars yeah. are you know literally a foot apart. Yeah, they're all you know they're all very close, and uh, I guess when you get in line to go and things, but you know, it, it, and then you should really should be carrying something to wipe your car down when you get into it, frankly, you know, the, that you wipe down the, the, you know, where you, where you grab, you know, the, the handle to get in. The right. Door. Cause I, I yeah. you know, what happens is, is, you know, people like me, they get the disease and then they go out and they lick everybody's doorknob. 
Well, that happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, only if you're in Iowa during a, yeah. a, a political race or yes, something. Yes, yes, yes. But it depends on what you fondled at the store, too. True. You know, it, uh, at, the, at the farmer's market, they had to put, a, like, apples and pears and stuff. They She already did them into pre-packaged one- and two-pound bags. So you do you couldn't pick, you know, the actual fruit. You right. had to pick one of the bags. Oh. So. Yikes. Yeah. So. But I did touch the carrots. Okay. So, you know, I'll have my mom wash them. Don't the eat them until you've actually run them through <laughs> right. a, uh, uh, some of that hand sanitizer or something. Well, yeah, or something. I, you should wash it. I mean, you know, who knows? But, yeah. you know, I, did, I touched them because I picked them up Got you. to put them in a bag. Right. You know, so what am I going to do? You hope that they've been, that, that they have not been fondled by many people. But yeah, you never that's know. That's probably not a surface, though, that that kind of thing is going to stick to. So. Probably not. And no. it, di- it dies eventually anyway, so it's not yeah. going to be there forever. But it does stick to other surfaces than cars. Uh, when we get back, we're going to start talking about where you need to wipe down your car. Okay. And all that kind of stuff and what to do it with because do not do it with Clorox. <laughs> no? Very bad idea with bleach. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good thing uh, this we don't is, have those Clorox ads on the air now. <laughs> this is Todd, Todd Bianco with John McMullen, and you're listening to All Revved Up on iHub Radio. We'll be right back. From the desert cities of Southern California, your car is not a refrigerator. Getting all revved up. Now, here's Todd Bianco. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen today. Hi, John. Hello, sir. And we're going to talk. This came. This was published yesterday on Toyota Cor- Toyota's corporate blog. And what they did is they asked this guy, Ben Murphy, who is a professional car detailer. Ben uh, has been doing this for two decades. He's responsible for keeping Toyota's fleet of press vehicles cleaned and professionally maintained so that when it goes from journalist to journalist, it's, you know. You don't get coronavirus. Well, you, well this was before that, but yes, it's all part of that. So he lists no fewer than 40 potential touch points around the car that need specific cleaning attention. He cleans 30 cars per week in, in the busy times, and they can rise to oh, 46 if it's really busy when they're doing some introductions. So uh, he has very high standards for hygiene as well, uh, and he's very meticulous. So uh, they said, uh, do not use a wipe that has Clorox. I mean, you know, bleach in it. You can use Clorox wipes because lots of the Clor- most of the Clorox wipes are bleach free. Right. They'll still kill ninety nine point nine percent. Like the ones know. here in the studio. Yeah, like the ones here in the studio, and I have them in my car as well. Yeah. I have a one just like that in my car. This, you know, big uh, wipes. You know, big roll of wipes there. Uh, and so, yeah, just don't use bleach. Bleach will well, it's not good for leather. It's not good for the the vinyl surfaces in your car because there's color in those things. Right. And if you it'll discolor it'll, them. It'll, yeah. It won't be good. No. It's not a good thing. So make sure you're using something that's bleach free. And um, 
Let's see. He's got. Um, he uses gloves when he does it too. So he does every card a separate pair of gloves. Uh, we don't have to worry about that unless you're doing a, you know a bunch of cars. But uh, let's go over a list of what he's got here. The number one he says is the exterior door handles. All of those have to be wiped down, including underneath it. You know where you where you right. not just where the front of it, it, where you grip it underneath it or something. You know because there's lots of ways to lots of different car handles, and you want to make sure it's where your hand goes, not just the front of something, right. not just to make it look pretty in chrome or something. Yeah. So you get those things. Um, the frame of the door and the roof, you know, where you people people get in and out, they, they grab sides and things like that. So he thinks that that's an important place. The interior door release. So wherever you're, you know, getting in and out of the car and pressing to get out, you know, mine, you press a button and the door opens that you would, you know, wipe that down. In most cars, you, you know, pull a handle and the door opens. Sure. But you're also pushing you know the the armrest or whatever you've got. Right. You know you, you don't just you know so wipe along those areas. All the well. areas where you would have a hand that would have. So it's not just the door handle, but been you know the the release handle inside and outside, not just you know the whole you know so it's the whole thing again. So that uh, when where, where, any place basically where your skin might touch. Right, but a lot of you know this this, this is a lot of this is a long list of window switches. Mm. Yeah. Uh, interior door handles. Okay, we just went over that. Door pockets, because apparently people use door pockets. They do. You'd be surprised what my significant other has in his. <laughs> I and, can't and, say on the air. And, but. and uses it. Yeah, yes, yeah. okay. Uh, seat belts. So people people are grabbing seat belts all the time. So it's not just the buckle of the belt. It's, you know, they're, they're the you know where you pull on the belt sometimes itself. Right. So you have to wipe the belt and the buckle down. As well as where it goes, you know, where it fits into the, you know, the car part. So there's two parts where, you know, the buckle, you need to get both sides of those because your hands hit both of those things. Uh, the uh, power window switches, because that's, you know, where people put their hands all the time, too. Um, let's see. Seat adjustments. So, you know, you're on the side or wherever the seat adjustment is for the car. People use that all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's an area you need to wipe down. Uh, let's see. Steering wheel, of course. Horn buttons. Uh, control stocks where, you know, your, you know your, your blinkers or whatever else you've oh, got. Lights or whatever else. So you got to wipe that down. Uh, the, the driver's side vents where you, you know how you... You know, you, you, you wiggle the vents so that the air comes the at air you. Hits you correctly. Yeah, people do that all the time, but you forget to right. that you put your hand all over that thing. I imagine the stuff where you control the mirror movement and all that. Yeah, and, and the mirrors, of course, yeah, that thing. So the gear shift lever, so you know, your hands are all over that. Uh, of course the the screen, your your backup screen you know, where you've got all your media. You know, you punching it with your finger. Sure. You've got all that, so you've got to clean that. You know, wipe that down. Uh, the uh, the the HVAC controls, all those need to be wiped down. Uh, Things like the glove boxes. Right, and... the glove box too. Yes, and log books. So th th this is that this is for somebody who's like actually looking at those things. You know, that, that like a like a press fleet, but uh, log book, cup holders, uh, keys, the grab handle on the roof. You know, I saw you, there's lots of interesting little innovations that you get advertised through social media sites. Like yeah. I see these on Instagram all the time. I saw this thing the other day that looks like a little blob, uh, you know, like this jelly-like blob that you stick into those cup holders and into those areas where it has the little grooves in your center console and stuff yeah. like that. And it picks up all the 
all the dust and, and little particles of things oh, that, that that's spilled a good, in there and all that. that. That's it's a very good cool idea. idea. Yeah. yeah. Vacuum would do the same thing yeah. probably, but yeah, it's a good idea. You know, it, it, it sticks to all those things. Uh, that doesn't kill the virus though. No. Uh, partial selves, uh, uh, the hood, if you lift the hood, are there all the areas that you would touch that you forget about the fuel cap even how about that you sure know, you know people touch that interior light switches rear view mirrors and be thinking of these things too when you go to the gas pump too and you're touching sure. those oh yeah i wipe those down i well. costco has a guy going and hitting all the buttons and the yeah. handles and stuff each time but. yeah i i actually take a wipe and wipe down when i plug my car and I, I i do that as well yeah so that's all right this is todd bianco you're with <laughs> you're listening to all revved up i'm with john mcmullen and we'll be right back From the desert cities of Southern California, your car is not a refrigerator. Getting all revved up. Now, here's Todd Bianco. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen this week. Hi, John. Good afternoon, Todd. Yes, I've got some wonderful news for you. Lost auto sales due to the coronavirus shutdown of the economy could make things much worse. This is just for the auto industry. It would lose roughly 94,000 jobs and $7.3 billion in overall earnings each week. Nine, How much? 93,000 jobs and 7.3 billion in earnings each week. Wow. Yes. Uh, so, um, <laughs> yeah, the uh, government receipts would also drop by 2 billion a week. Uh, the, <laughs> the annual new vehicle sales, which were adjusted, are already adjusted down to 16.5 million in the, in, in the U.S., uh, which was a drop of 3% from 2019, but it's going to go much lower than that. And they're worried that it's going to go back to the 2008-2009 era, you know, right after the, you know, the, all the meltdown in the financial industry. I'm surprised that the president hasn't said that this is all a ploy by the uh, Bernie Sanders campaign to no, push Americans towards... Uh, his idea of democratic socialism. Right. No, I, I think it was either Hillary or Obama did this. <laughs> There's usually somebody to blame for these things. Right. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, Ford, uh, current CEO of Ford is Jim Hackett. However, it's clear that he, you know, he's going to be replaced in about a year when his contract is up. And the current Ford COO is Jim Farley. and He's the one that get the job. Well, his contract says that if they doesn't get the job, they give him $2.5 million in stock if he doesn't get the job. But, you know, it's a nice golden parachute, but he's making, you know, $8.29 million last year, uh, up nearly $2 million from his uh, compensation as president of the new business section of Ford. Uh, his base salary is $1.4 million, up from $1.1 million, and his bonus target is $1.89 million from $1.375 million. Nice if you can get it, I guess. And he has annual grants of stock of up to $5 million. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to stick, but that's his contract. Wow. Yeah. So they're happy, I guess, with him, and they don't want him to go away. Now, here's some other great news. Uh, decreasing traffic isn't as simple as building more roads, we found out. There's a new report that says that from Congestion Con from Transportation of America 
So the report is called Congestion Con, C-O-N, from Transportation for America, a program of Smart Growth America, which is an advocacy group made up of local, regional, and state leaders who envision a transportation system of the future with, you know, Basically, they want people to get out of the cars. But it found that traffic congestion in- increased, uh, even though the road capacity increased. So let's say the U.S. largest 100 urban areas added 30,511 lane miles of road between 93, uh, t- 2000, I mean, 1993 and 2017, according to the report, a 42% increase. The rate of growth, though, outstripped uh, by 32%, according to the t- to the report, but traffic can, so in other words, it, the, the roads grew faster than the population. The population only grew by 32% over that time and roads grew, grew by 42%. But even after all that happened, there's an increase of 144% of uh, annual time spent in your car over the same period. Wow. <laughs> so adding, you, do you remember Carmageddon in Los Angeles? I do. Yes. Where they closed down the 405 and you know, they, they, they thought that was going to be the end of the world. Uh, and people just basically stayed home. It was actually kind of a nice day. And uh, it's, it, you know, what they're saying is that, you know, they, they added lanes to the freeway. Right. You know, it, it's just as crowded as ever. Of course it of is. Of course it is. It's just as crowded as ever. So probably triple the number of yeah. lanes than it would be. It would, yeah, right. So, th- so that's what they're saying. They're saying that you need to add more public transportation sources so that people can get out of their cars. Duh. But you think try and get lo- people in California and anywhere in the Western United States though to accept that notion. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't. No. I don't. I mean, think the that's problems happening. are just as bad in the Pacific Northwest as they are in Southern California sure. and and up in Northern California. It's. You know, Seattle's got one of the worst traffic problems in, in the country now, uh, per capita worse than Los Angeles. It's it's a joke. People need to get used to investing in public transit. Yeah, we should. We should be doing that. We need to take on a New York state of mind. I would be more than happy to walk down the street and get on a subway and go someplace. Yeah. I mean, I do it when I travel to foreign cities. Yep. It's very easy. I think people have a, a perception, Todd, though, that they're safer in their vehicles than they are underground or in a tunnel of some sort yeah. uh, in a place that is as susceptible as we are to the shakers. Well, yeah, but the, the things that they're building right now in L.A. is for, you know, they're basically earthquake resistant. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty solid down there. So yeah. you know, I, I don't think I'd worry about that as much. Now, I'm going to turn to something fun because we've had, you know, the coronavirus is getting everybody down. Uh, I'm going to do my bring a trailer pick for, for the week. And I picked a 5,000 mile 1978 Ford LTD Country Squire. And it is green. It is very, um, what shall we say, metallic apple green. Uh, the, 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 it's, the, it was finished in dark jade metallic over jade duraware interior. That's velour. Velour. Mm-hmm. What do they call that? Duraware. Dura dura weave. Oh, dura weave. Jade. It's jade most people dura-weave. here in the desert when they hear duro, they think of Duroville, which of mm-hmm. course was that junky. Oh yeah. Place where you know they had a lot of migrant workers living yeah. in bad conditions. Yeah. No. No. This is dura weave, uh, and the and it's powered by a 351 cubic inch V8 with a three speed automatic transmission. But it's got that damn paneling on it. 
Oh, but it's flawless. I'm not saying it's not, but <laughs> the, the car scares was, me. The car was sold new by John uh, Stenich Ford of Plymouth, Pennsylvania, and is said to have been passed from the original owners to their nephew before being placed in storage for 25 years. It was reportedly reacquired by the same Ford dealership. Subsequently, you know, after I guess the the family decided to f- to sell it. Only five thousand miles. Five thousand miles. Wow! It, and and if you look at the pictures on Bring a Trailer, it, it looks like it. It looks like it could be right off the factory, you know, right off the showroom floor. And and how it's, much cash you got to bring to bring that trailer? Well, so far, I the, I don't think you'd even have to bring a trailer for this one. It's actually located in San Jose, California. The bidding is up to twenty one thousand dollars, and it's got two days left. I don't know if it will meet its its reserve though. But this thing was loaded with options. It has factory air conditioning. It had AM FM eight track uh, it had power accessories uh it uh, had power seats power windows power door locks uh, you know all the, the these were expensive options at the time can you imagine driving down the street and i think people looking at that and going wow what what decade or what century actually did that come from you know yes it, it, by the way this wood grain applique you have to get that right wood grain applique along the body size <laughs> and the tail and the tailgate as part of the country squire decor group that was a special yeah, i remember those group. yes further features include uh, the hidden headlights you know we have we right, love hidden headlights yes flip up. it has a deluxe luggage rack and it has bumper protectors little you know rubber things rubber, that, fit, yeah. that fit on the back of the bumper so that when you hit something and i'm sure this i'm sure when you were driving something this big you could easily back into something sure you know easily of course <laughs> uh, so it, but it had bumper protectors uh factory steel wheels with deep dish aluminum covers deep dish yes like uh, a pizza it, it has a uh, cooper trendsetter tires that were fitted by the seller uh in 2013 and 2014 when, it, when they took it to a show <laughs> Uh, it has a spare tire. Uh, it's the original unit. <laughs> so the 1978 unit. Uh, okay. I wonder if that's safe. The speedometer goes all the way up to 85 miles per hour. No. Yes. <laughs> so you might actually be able to do near the speed limit in some that's places. That's right. And, 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 you know, and the five-digit five odometer shows 5,000 miles, and I guess they can prove it back to the, you know, it, it, it looks like it's not been touched. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks like it's, you know, no one's ever yeah, really used cherry. it. pretty Yeah. I mean, no one's ever used this car for anything, and, and it's... I don't know. The car, it has the car. It has. Oh wait, it has the three-way magic doorway in back, so you can open it like a like a like a door, or you can fold it down. Oh right, I yes. remember those. Mm-hmm. And then it has uh, seats that fold up, and they're facing each other in back, so they don't face out, they don't face front, they face each other to they're the side. They're kind of on the sides, right? Yes, yeah. yes. So, so they've got that too, so you can fit. Oh, I don't know, four there, another four in, in the second row, another five, you know, however many right. you put in the front. You know, who cares about seatbelts or anything like that? That didn't really matter. Right. So, Mom, if you want a, 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 a vehicle that could be considered like the love boat, uh, yes. this is available. So, Todd, are we going to not uh, shelter in place and go to San Jose and get that baby? Well, you could just do it online and have it shipped. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's no problem. I mean, you know, you don't have to actually drive it. it the 351 V8 is equipped with a two-barrel carburetor. Ooh. The power is sent to the rear wheels via a three-speed, well, you love it, Cruise-O-Matic automatic transmission. That wow. was the name for it, for it had an attraction lock rear end. Yes, indeed. 
Uh, they I've ha- had a few locks, <laughs> traction lock rear ends in my day. You, you like that? I mean, it was actually the name that was, the you know, the name of what they did to the rear axle on that car. It comes with what they call a Marty report. The Marty report, basically, uh, you can get that for any car. And it tells it tells you what was the what when it was purchased, where it was built, uh, you know, what the original colors were, because sometimes people paint colors, of, you know, what the original options were on the car. It gives you every detail of the car as it was built. So you and you have to pay for a report like that. I mean, they actually signed by somebody. You know? Wow. So it, it, but you do it on something like this because you want to prove to somebody that it's actually the real deal. The real thing. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the real thing. And so, yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's got. I just love it because it's loaded with all these options. Somebody paid a fortune. This was a very expensive car in its day. I mean, you know, this was several thousand dollars, and it, you know, it had to be seventy-eight. Oh God, at least you know, closer to eight and ten thousand dollars, which was expensive back then. So uh, some family bought this and basically never really used it. Uh, I, I'm very impressed. I mean, you know, for what it's worth, it's one of those cars that you know it will command presence anywhere it goes because you will not be able to miss this car. All righty, so um, we'll move from that one to the 2021 Hyundai Elantra. It was revealed to the world in West Hollywood via live stream. I did not get my invitation. What? Yes. It was, I didn't even I didn't even know where it was. I was trying to figure out where it was. First of all, it's a really great looking car and it's it's, it's going to be I think but it's a sedan. It's not a, you know, it's not a hatch, you know, it's not a it's not a very uh, you know, it's not a SUV, but it's a beautiful looking car. They've really done a great job. It was at that was introduced at the lot. It's that's the lot is the old Warner Hollywood. Mm. It's a uh, you know where Formosa Cafe is. It's right next yes. to Formosa Cafe, and that okay. was Old Warner Hollywood, and that that's just now called the Lot. And they've built that thing up. It has tons of sound studios and offices, mm-hmm. and you know they've built new 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 buildings there. To when I was with Sirius Satellite Radio, that's where their Los Angeles studios were at. We're at the yeah. it, it called the it's yeah. just called the Lot. Yeah. So apparently that's where it was live streamed from. It's just somebody talking to the you know to the camera. They did not have an audience, uh, but. Uh, they're very serious about it. this. Is their number one selling car world worldwide? It you know it's not the, not their number one selling car here in the United States, but it's their number one selling car worldwide. And they're going to have a hybrid version of it for the first time. Huh? But uh, it's a very sexy car. I'll show the pictures to John, and he can you know comment after the break. But uh, I think uh, this, that Hyundai the, the the new Sonata looks terrific, and now the new Elantra, and those are not SUVs great for us. We'll be right back. This is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. This is All Revved Up on iHub Radio. Truth and fun. We're iHub Radio, homegrown in the Coachella Valley. For the love of cars, this is All Revved Up. Here's Todd. 
Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen this week. Hi, John. Hello, Todd. And uh, well, I wasn't as impressed as you were by that, oh. but I'm not a big Hyundai fan, but it just kind of reminded me of that Ford Mercury. Uh, the Taurus like, and the Sable. The Taurus and Sable. Uh, yeah, but that was a much bigger car than this. This is, yeah. a, this is a Honda Civic size car. Yeah. Yeah. I think it looks. I think it's sharp. I, you know, the, the interior is very sharp. It looks really terrific. I think they did a great. It job. is surprising, though, in an age when it seems like all of the sedans are going away. Right. You know. Well, they they don't think they're going away. Perm, you know, they're not going to zero. No, of course you know, not. Uh, but but they, but Hyundai and Kia both have a, a whole fleet of SUVs already that they'll they'll be happy to sell you. So. You know, they, they've got that covered, and this is their number one selling car worldwide, so it's an important uh, launch to them, even if they only sell maybe sixty or 70,000 of them here. Yeah. It's still okay. I mean, it's still good numbers, but, you know, it's it's uh, not what they not what they sell worldwide. So uh, because of the lovely COVID-19, uh, a lot of the car companies are doing things to try to get you to buy a car. Uh, let's see. Well, mm, are they ja- giving them away for free? They are not. Oh. Uh, let's, that knocks me out. Well, one one manufacturer after another has announced zero interest loans because right now you can borrow money for almost nothing, uh, but you have to be a good have good credit risk to get those. Uh, some of them are deferring payments for up to six months. General Motors is offering zero interest loans through seven years for buyers with top tier credit. Ford is giving buyers the option to defer payments for up to six months with three months paid for by the company. So let's see. Uh, well, with the Fed setting the rates where they did, wouldn't that even be a preferred time for people who are a higher credit risk to be able to get loans at a lower interest rate? Well, yes, I think so. Yeah. Uh, house loans too. I mean, if you were if right, you, if you have the money to do it, maybe if you work for Costco, <laughs> right? You know, things are things are good there. But uh, let's see. So Ford current owners of lessees has said that they will. Uh, currently owe Ford Ford has said that current owners that currently owe to Ford credit quote may be able to change a payment due date or delay a payment customers are told to contact the Ford credit support website for details uh, if you're a buyer or you know buying or leasing a car Ford credit is offering a total of six months of deferrals with three of those months paid for by the company General Motors we talked about that zero uh, interest uh, company is offering up to four months of payment deferral fiat chrysler uh it doesn't have its own lending arm but it it, uh it uh like many of the manufacturers but they still use something called chrysler capital which is through ally financial and they're offering support Uh, never use them again yeah well that that's who they have you know when when they were eviscerated during the 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 you know the last meltdown uh their credit company got sold off to ally so it's a separate entity now. Which which manufacturer was that? Uh, Fiat Chrysler. So, Fiat Chrysler. So it would be okay. you know, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, all those right. you know, various ones. They had their own captive. What they call captive finance is, is the one, you know, BMW credit, Mer- you know, Mercedes credit, Volkswagen credit. Those are owned by the, the, the manufacturers. Right. And those you ten- those tend to make a lot of money sure. for, the, for the manufacturers. But they also are a way to push their product without giving huge discounts. The game is is that the 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 manufacturing entity that you know the one that's selling the vehicle to the dealer will give a certain incentive to the finance company, which will in turn reduce your payments or 
or give you a lower interest rate. But sure. so they're paying them themselves. But it doesn't what doesn't the, look like it. Well, the consumer doesn't have to see that they just lowered the price, right? You know, because it looks bad to, especially a luxury vehicle. It looks bad to give huge discounts because it means like it's not luxury and it's not, you're supposed to have a desirable product right. as opposed to an undesirable product. So what you do is you give away it with cheap leases or whatever else you need to do to get it due. But, but do you How about get, a manufacturer that has a financial arm that's called the no BS factor and just do people straight up? I don't think that exists. No. No. I mean, th- this is the, like I said, this is the way that all the manufacturers are able to sort of you know, massage the prices of cars and and put out you know lure people into lease rates. You know, there's you know people have something in their budget called you know how much they're going to spend on a car, and you know if they if they lease the BMW for three months, I mean for three years, they come back three years later and the same BMW is another you know three four thousand dollars more for you know comp- for the comparable product. Right. Uh, so it's gone up in price. And that person's not going to pay more than pick a number, five hundred a month. Right. There has to be a way to get them into that car, you know, so yeah. at, at their at whatever they're willing to pay, because most of the time they're not willing to say six hundred a month. I don't understand people who can live in Southern California and do car leases anyway, because it takes you know, so much space to get from point A to point B all the time that you eat up the mile allowances in no time at all. Well, it, I guess it depends where Can't you live. Go and, anywhere. It depends on where you live and where you work. I guess. I mean, you know, I, I, I used to have a leased car and I did just fine with it, you know, because I wasn't driving out to the desert every day. Right. But I was just driving but around. When I first moved to Los Angeles, I lived 50 miles away in Claremont. Yeah, you lived far and, away. And yeah. so I was doing just 100 miles alone every single day just to Round get to trip. work. Yeah, back and forth. That's yeah. not going to the store. Or right, nothing, a, nothing else. Yeah. my folk's place in Tucson yeah. or right. whatever. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you have that kind of mileage, though, you actually have to buy the car. Yeah. You know, and in that case, it's often better to buy a gently used car. You right, know, you get a slightly better price on it. So, uh, yeah, they've already made all their profit off the front end, and well, you know, they make more profit on a on a on a on a used car than they do on a new car. Really? Yeah, that seems hard to believe since so many finance deals, you know, wallop you from the first year or two. They may make only two or three thousand dollars on 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 a sale of a you know, let's say a BMW three series, uh, at, even though they gave it to you below invoice whatever the bs is because at the end of the month they hit their targets and then, and then they got a a bonus from bmw for selling that many it's it, like i said it's a game uh but they what they do is if you've ever brought your car to trade it in they give you nothing i mean you know i i i, I sold my charger to um carmax and i think they gave me what did they give me like eight thousand dollars for it Hmm. And they're going to retail that for twelve to fifteen. Why wouldn't you just sell it yourself? It's a pain in the ass. I just decided to get rid of it. I had too many cars. Yeah, yeah. They were very happy to take. How many it. cars do you have? Todd? Oh no, I'm I'm down four. No, th- yeah, four. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have the the old Mercedes, the the Tesla, the Audi that Tom drives, and the uh, uh, I have a minivan that. At my mother's place to carry her adult tricycle. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Take her shopping and stuff. Yes, it, it's, a, it's the one with stow-and-go seats. It's really very good. Yeah. I mean, the car's not so great, but the stow-and-go with the big cargo space is terrific. Sure. So uh, I'm, I'm a fan of that. So uh, you're listening to Todd Bianco and John McMullen on iHub Radio, all revved up, and we'll be right back. <laughs> 